Whoa, dudes, Michelangelo here from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original one. Yeah, and you are listening to Candare Podcast. It happens to be a tribute to comics and pop culture like yours truly, Cowabunga! everyone and welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today, comic creator right here from the uh, from our hometown or not far from, Mr. Sean Forney. Thank you for being here again with us, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I think the last time Sean was on, and maybe I'm incorrect about this, but man, I think it was before we even hit episode 100. We're oh, looking wow. down the barrel of 300. Really it was, I think it was like a week... After we were in here, we moved in here. I want to say it was like a pinup Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, that would have been uh, three years ago, I think. Okay, then we did. My memory fails me. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) I've let you down. Uh, no, you're fine. I, I could be wrong on that. It could could be four years. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. <laughs> to the archive! No. <laughs> right, right? But in the retro roundtable, we're going to be talking 80s pop culture. Uh, very excited about this. I mean, man, what a great uh, decade to talk about there. Then we're going to be turning our attention to Sean and talking about the Scarlet Huntress Adventures, running on Kickstarter until April 29th and the... Uh, my God, man! Uh, congratulations to you already. You are nailing it to the wall. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a process, but yeah, we're we're chugging along and getting there. Well, congrats to you, and I'm very excited to hear more about it. I think we've talked about uh, Scarlet Huntress on the show before, a while back, a long time ago. Maybe that's the episode I'm thinking about the first time I addressed this. But that, that's quite possible because that's yeah. it's that one's been uh, about five, six years ago now. Yeah, that sounds about right then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. If you like what we're doing and want to show us some support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod. If you uh, give $5 a month, you get access to our Patreon-only show, the Canned Air Patreon Pod, and uh, mm-hmm. we get good responses from that show. Yep. Surprisingly, right? I know. I can't <laughs> believe it. Just rambling on every month. Uh, anything happening on the Wizard Front, Jack? Not yet? Not yet. Not till June. Not till June. We do have a... Uh, we're looking at possibly a new sponsor for the show coming up here in the next few episodes. Fingers crossed. Fingers definitely crossed. Yeah. <laughs> How cool it would be. So uh, we'll allude more to that as uh, we go into the future. So uh, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Round Table. Do it. Do it! Come on! I'm here! Come on! Do it now! Oh my god! They killed Kenny! All right, guys, 80s pop culture, such a deep well to pull from. Where do we begin? Sean, where do we start? Uh, My 80s stuff is cartoons and music. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's about it, too. (laughs) You defined the whole decade right there. You're right, right? (laughs) With a little bit of John Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Any particular cartoons that stand out? I mean, obviously the the you know GI Joe, He Man, Transformers, the Turtles. My God. Yeah, you you, you rattled off most of my favorites. Uh, Maybe I missed it, but uh, Thundercats was another big favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
the Ghostbusters cartoon also. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think yeah. that really had the staying power as the rest of these shows do, though. I don't I don't hear a lot of people going, oh, man, I did an old uh, The Real Ghostbusters run lately. Well, no, know? we watched the one episode and kind of... Uh... Yeah, like the like the frames per second were like really bad. It was yep. some choppy shit. And I was like, how <laughs> yeah. did we watch this as a kid? We were really easily pleased. That and we? the whole story, we were just like, so what is actually going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, Jack. What about you? Uh, the Rubik's Cube. Really? I thought that would have been like the seventies. No, I'm pretty sure that was eighties. To the internet! Oh. <laughs> okay. Then. How I... about Rubik's the Amazing Cube, the cartoon? Then that. Oh wow! I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was an early, early, early episode that, that we was... talked about. That that was maybe like four, episode <sighs> four, maybe. Yeah, you're right. We did. I've never seen the show, but yeah. um, my God. I mean, I guess if you can make a movie off of Battleship, you can make a cartoon <laughs> off of uh, Rubik's Cube, right? It was just a magic cube with a face that you had to put the Rubik's Cube together to summon him, I think. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing. thing. It's like, yeah. coffee table, the movie. You know? <laughs> I'm like, what do you do with that? <laughs> Pogs, the animated art film. <laughs> right, right. Like, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Though I wouldn't be surprised if someone tried to do it. You know? Mm-mm. Randy, what you got? Well, again, me being the video game nerd, uh, we had the video game crash uh, mm, in the right. 80s, mm. and then we had the kind of saving grace that was Nintendo. The hard crash and hard return of video games. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how could we forget? I like that you brought some uh, props here. You brought an old E.T. cartridge. Yes, I brought a scapegoat, and then I brought a uh, the original NES. So. Original NES. Now, that was a Christmas morning uh, gift for me. 1989 okay. Christmas morning. And I've said Same the, here. Was it really? Yep, yep. Yep. And uh, when I came downstairs, they had already opened it and had it hooked up to the TV with the Mario title screen, you know, demoing. Okay. Nice. Ran straight past all the other gifts. Like, <laughs> I'm content. You all have a great time. <laughs> Did you guys get the package that had Rob in it, or was it just the? No, the we console? got the package that came with uh, the power pad. Okay. And world class track meets okay. uh, Duck Hunt and Mario. Where you sat on your knees and slapped the track pad with your hands. <laughs> That's exactly what I did on it. And it's not that I was like oh, I'm too lazy to run. It just seemed like when you were actually on it sprinting. Uh, it, it was farly. It was not accurate. It, it didn't work right. Not as responsive. Your guy was always tripping and like taking two steps, stopping two steps, stop. <laughs> and it's like, I guess if you know you're watching the screen running in place, you're not going to nail every footstep. Where if you're on your knees in front of it with your hands over it, like Bad. Simon says, you're going to hit the damn thing, you know. <laughs> and millions of parents everywhere stood in the background, realizing they made a horrible, horrible oh, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many Christmas gifts were like that. Another one that same Christmas that was that falls into that category were hit sticks. You guys remember hit sticks? Oh, yeah. yeah. My parents the same day were like scolding it, like, turn it off, like. It, and we've got uh, like Christmas morning VHS like home recordings, and I can hear those things in the background. It drives me nuts mm. watching it. <laughs> like I want to wring my own neck, you know. I think my parents were smart because I don't think we got any toys that were that made them crazy like that. You must have already driven them nuts enough. They're like, we need to really think this out. <laughs> we'll get them learning toys. That's all we'll get them. <laughs> Oh, so you probably got a what was it the, the spell thing? What was that called again? Oh the, god, that was probably just as bad. What was C O F yeah E. What was that? Uh, what was that? Coffee. Speaking spell. Speaking spell. Speak and spell. Yeah, That's yeah. right. We always just type d- bad words into them. <laughs> Boobless. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> like, Did you hear it? He said it. He said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boob. 
boob. I think that you really pronounced that B on when he did boob. Emphasized <laughs> really a lot of emphasis on the B. I'm going to have to, uh, for my pick, uh, buddy with Sean and just say the music. I mean, has there been a decade where the music has aged quite like a fine wine like the 80s? I mean, that's, it's still as popular today as it mm-hmm. was then, right? Oh, yeah. Look at uh, uh, what's the band's name that just did the cover of uh, Weezer. And, uh, uh, oh, yeah, Weezer. Yeah. Africa. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, the they... new Motley Crue movies, Big as Fuck on uh, Netflix, yep. like yep. the 80s never really went away. And I'm, I'm kind of glad about that. Not all of it's keepable. but And mo- I think 80s music is the most recognizable by the that decade. <laughs> like 70s and 60s, it's kind of you can kind of lose which one it came from. The 90s, I mean, <laughs> unless it's grunge and you knew it. 80s music defined in a sentence. So what's this synthesizer uh, yeah, do? Exactly. Guitar? <laughs> Guitar? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and you know that's uh I think that's something musicians as you know go into the future need to be careful of. I think autotune was probably the biggest thing like that to happen recently where it comes yep. out, everyone jumps on the bandwagon and then not even 5 years later there's a big expiration stamp on that music because you're like, "Oh man, listen to that old shit," you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's still the couple that still use it and get away with it, but other than that... You're right. And, you know, I guess everything I'm saying is kind of... My argument's kind of flattened with the 80s because, you know, the synthesizer was all through that and it still has staying power. So Mm -hmm. what do I know? Just because I sit behind a microphone doesn't mean I know shit. um, It's the internet. Doesn't everybody know everything? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You have a good point. And it's never wrong either. Yeah. What about you, Sean, as far as uh, music? Is there a certain uh, in, uh, person, group that stands out? Uh, I, I'm a giant Van Halen fan. That's that's what's got oh. me into playing guitar, and uh, that's something I still listen to on a regular basis. So that's I, that's my go-to. I mean, I think they covered everything in the 80s with the synthesizer, the, uh, you know, the electronic drums, you know, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. They did it. Yeah. Now, Sean, I got to know, are you Van Halen or Van Hagar? I, I listen to both. Okay. I've All seen right. I've seen both live. Oh um, wow! Yeah, I've seen Sammy live. He kicks some major butt. I enjoy both, oh, yeah, yeah. and I have no idea what the flack was, but why why one left the other? I thought they were both good. Yeah, yeah. I dug them both. Yep. They had their own styles going exactly. for sure. Yeah, it's definitely. not like they were uh, Journey, like getting some dude that sounds <laughs> just, just like yeah, Steve right. Perry trying to recreate. The not exact that there's same anything thing. wrong with that. I get that. You know, uh, those songs are very distinct because of Steve Perry, and you yeah. kind of have to. I try to replicate it, I suppose, but but uh, yeah, I've always dug Van Halen. I did I had no idea you played guitar either. I play myself, and I'd say let's jam, but I mean, somebody who learned to play off Van Halen, <laughs> I already know you're better than me. <laughs> well, I also haven't played in like the last three or four years, so that doesn't well, matter. That was... <laughs> it, comes, it comes back quick. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Once those calluses are back, you're good. Yeah. All right, Jack, we're back to you. For music for me, yeah. Milli Vanilli. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I always I remember that one so badly oh. because of that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Milli Vanilli. What was it? What the what was that song? Um Blame it on, Blame the, it rain. on the rain. Oh god. I totally forgot about that one. They had another one though where they did ba, like ba, 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 simultaneous ba. kicks. What was that? Uh, I don't know. They would stand there like sideways and gyrate their hips back and forth I, I always so, sit here like I'm not sitting next to a well of information let me look really it's like quick. baby don't forget my number 
girl, yeah. you ba, know ba, it's ba, true. Ba, 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 baby, yeah. <laughs> don't you forget my number. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Guess what we're going out on. True. <laughs> oh, that's it. That was the one that they tried to sing when they got in trouble for lip syncing. That what? What was like, that? No, like the VM, like a Grammys or some shit? I think it was what? a Grammys or something. Yeah. 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 Oh, how embarrassing. Yeah, serious. Wasn't it Ashley Simpson fucked up her lip sync at, on yeah. SNL? On SNL, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, how yep. embarrassing. Totally wrong song started playing, and she just did a like, little polka dance and walked away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> That's what you get. <sighs> anyway, music, Randy. Uh, not necessarily music, but kind of goes hand in hand in the 80s, was the rock and wrestling connection. So you had like the huge boom of... 80s wrestlers, oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Um, that's when I cared about wrestling yeah, in the definitely. 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's some good stuff. Um, I've got a bunch of old DVDs. Well, not old DVDs, but DVDs of the old matches that my son and I will just That'd watch. be fun to watch. And, yeah. I wouldn't mind watching some of those, actually. Uh, I don't know. There was something about it then... That was so different from now. I don't know. It's, it's. I guess it's very defined now. It's, it's very. It's found its target audience, and it's very rooted in its. Is this making sense? Yeah. Where back in the day, it was just uh, still kind of finding its. I mean, it was wrestling. It was a WWF. There was well, you had a lot more bigger, options but... back in the eighties too. Well, okay. At the beginning, um, before WWE took everything over. That's but, true. I mean, you had the NWA, the AWA. You had. Just so many different promotions. It's always been ridiculous, but there wasn't a bit of that bit of ridiculousness then that there is now. No, they definitely the drama. There was always like, I'm gonna get so and so. You're gonna come over in the match, and I'm gonna beat you. That was pretty much always seemed like the extent of it. Now yeah. it's oh, you were like, what were they doing in South Park when they were doing the wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a they whole just get in the play. ring and like do plays. They never yeah. like actually like <laughs> wrestle with each other. Now that's all pretty much it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's some redeeming qualities to the newer stuff still, but not to disparage it. I mean, I know it has quite a fan following, oh, yeah. and um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't be able entertained by it if I went to see it or something, but I, it's just not me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Not my uh, not my cup of tea right now. But I, I understand. Like I got respect for man rolling around. <laughs> That uh, I like uh, Ron, uh, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Is that her name? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I dig her. She's cool. She stole that from Rowdy Roddy Piper. Right, who right. Was another eight. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Didn't he have a? He wore like a the sewer kilt. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he, I was he, he had say a skirt. Scottish. How, oh, how very novice of me. <laughs> he was a Canadian with a Scottish motif, but uh, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I would like to watch some of that. Maybe we'll make a thing where we watch that for the show sometime. Dude, I've got everybody. Because that would be cool to watch. Maybe a Patreon episode. Okay, there you go. We'll bait a hook for the listeners there who are on the fence about supporting. (laughs) That's what you're going to get. We'll just have to do our best Macho Man impersonations. So, you know. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the 80s cartoon Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? Oh, yeah. 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 That was good stuff. If you were big in the 80s, you had a cartoon. Super yep. Dave Osborne had his cartoon. Uh, Camp Candy, John Candy yeah. <laughs> had his cartoon. MC Hammer yeah. had his oh, own geez. cartoon. Yeah, I mean, right. everybody had a cartoon. Well, Bo Jackson, yeah, Wayne yeah. Gretzky. Oh, yes. What Michael was that Jordan? called? Was Michael Jordan in that? Was he? I yeah, yeah. Was. Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Larry Bird. Wasn't Larry Bird in there? No, not Larry. No? No, it was just hockey, football, and basketball. Well, we had Sean, baseball. Sean, help Jackson us here. It sounds like yeah. you might know a bit more. No, no, you, I, you got it right. It was um, Michael Jordan, uh, Bo Jackson, and uh, Wayne Gretzky. 
I thought there was because, a fourth. It was only the three. Yep. I, that's all I remember because it was uh, okay. Bo Jackson doubling up on uh, football and football, baseball. Yeah, because Bo know everything. Yep. <laughs> then Jordan thought he knew everything and then realized, well, yeah, I know basketball yeah, and I need to it. stay where I belong. <laughs> and underwear. <laughs> they did have that uh, Nintendo game that was uh, uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Larry Bird. So maybe that might oh, be where yeah. someone else coming in. I, I'm a collector. I've got that in the box with the original manual. Holy nice. cow. Nice. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a boring game, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> in that condition, too. It's got to be worth some money, right? No. Yeah. No. Still cool. Pro Stars was the name of that cartoon. Pro Stars. Okay. Of MC Hammer. I'm thinking of that cartoon now. I just remember like he would jump off a building and like his parachute pants would like catch wind and then he'd float down. Remember? Yeah, I'd hardly watch that show because it was too ridiculous for me. I'm sure you guys have had this, but I, I've kind of gone back and watched some of that with my son. He's seven. And um, Sean, I don't know. Do you guys have kids, Sean? No, no. Okay. Well, um, anyway, sorry. Um, it's just you kind of have these filters like, oh, this was so great in the moment. And then you kind of go back and watch it and you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> how the Ghostbusters was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shoot, he yeah, made I, like that. I just do that on my own while I'm working out. I'll start playing something on Netflix and realize, wow, I used to watch this for hours on end. And <laughs> now it's like, uh, we're going to find something else to watch. <laughs> right, right. You know, I, I just think about, uh, speaking of television, I guess in movies, this was from the 80s, I think. Was Flash Gordon from the 80s? Like early 80s? The remake with the OG. Queen? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The Queen one. The Queen yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, uh, Sam Jones. Yes. Yeah. That was uh, like, what, 81, 82, maybe? I'm looking at it. 80. Okay, perfect. Right into the water there. I'm in. (laughs) But no, I uh, just recently watched that film. And, you know, going into, you know, the way we're talking about these cartoons, you know, Mm -hmm. I kind of expected to go into it like, okay, I didn't watch this in the day. This is going to suck. But, (laughs) you know, I had it on while I did something else. And, buddy, I just totally forgot everything else I was doing. I was glued to that television. Like, Mm -hmm. it was so good. And I want to watch it again. I I can't explain it. It I had seen it a couple of times and it was on TV and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I started watching it and I was like, man, this is so bad. It's so good, though. <laughs> Flash and then Gordon. Misty come over and she's like, Quarter what are you watching? Back. And she sat and she got glued right to it, too, which yeah. blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this movie is amazing. It's got to be the queen theme. I mean, that's got to be part well, of it. Well, that and <laughs> I think a it hits a certain frequency with ridiculousness. Right. Where anyone who watches, like doesn't for a second begin to take it serious. No, you know, yeah. you just go into it like, all right, let's do this. You yeah. know, like, let's have some fun. <laughs> and going into it that way, I don't know, you know, certain movies that present themselves too serious, not serious enough, you know, miss the the impact they're trying to hit. Not this one. This this was perfect. This was absolutely perfect. It didn't go over as well with her watching The Last Dragon. She was just like, I want my two hours back. No, I agree with that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I know that's that. a, I know it's a cult hit, and I know a lot of people who love it. And I'm sorry, Chris, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, I had a hell of a lot of fun watching it. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's one of those I would rewatch again like Flash Gordon. No. But, you know, <laughs> at the same time, things tend to age with me. Like Rick and Morty. First time I watched it, I yeah. hated it. Yep. So I could probably watch it again and be like, this is the best shit in the world. I need the glow, mm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen Last Dragon? I, I remember uh, when I was in high school, that that somehow like made a resurgence on like HBO. 
And like the entire school watched it and everybody was quoting it left and right. And I, I don't know. I, I was kind of the same as what you were saying. It's like, eh, it wasn't really my thing, but it's like just kind of got like hooked onto it and watched it. And it's like, yeah, it's all right. I've even, yeah. I've even met, uh, the, the last dragon guy at, at a convention years ago. Really? And I, and I, I don't know. I, I still can't quite wrap my head around it, I guess. I guess is you have to tune into that same frequency as Flash Gordon. Just no. sitting yeah, there like, yeah. bullshit ahoy. You know, like, let's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. My interest is peaked now. It's a lot of fun. Okay. It's it a lot of fun, for sure. Okay. Definitely. Just... Oh man, I, I just it was never go meant to in take with an open mind. Seriously, okay. too. So okay. and keep an eye out for cameos. There's some awesome cameos in there. Okay. Like William H Macy in there somewhere. Yes, I think he was because I got blown away with some of the people I saw. I was like, God, it's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll, have to, I'll check it out. Yeah, do that, and then we'll uh, we'll reconvene on the subject. <laughs> Sounds good. <clears throat> Where were we? Whose turn is it? I don't even know. Uh, I think, Randy, you go ahead. I've got something else. Um, uh, On the other side of things, um, something that kind of took itself too seriously. Do you guys remember, like, the PSAs about drugs? Like, the one that sticks in my head was the cartoon. It had, like, Raphael and Alvin and the Chip. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cartoon All-Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I I have that on VHS recorded from the original airing somewhere. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, wow. And I obsessed on it only because there was a turtle in it. You know? Yeah, everybody was in it. I mean, I know, but my my interest was solely in that turtle. Gotcha. You know what okay. I mean? At that time, uh, yeah, I had been into the Smurfs because they were in there too. But I was That's well right. past them. I had graduated into more <laughs> adult cartoons. Little kid cartoon. stuff. Come yeah. on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely recall that for sure. Big 80 staple for me. I'm sure everyone here. Showbiz pizza. Nope. No? Never heard no. of it. No? Mm-mm. Sean? No, no, never heard of it. It was Chuck what? E. Cheese for me. There was a showbiz, but we never went to that. It was, it was Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese, cheese before there was Chuck E. Cheese. It was what got yeah. bought out and became Chuck E. Cheese. But, you know, they had the big uh, animatronic band on the stage that would play oh, songs. Man. I know, what? The, I know no, the characters dude. and stuff, not by name. But I'm I, about I, to have a nosebleed. This is so fucking <laughs> unbelievable. Are you serious? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Next when subject. Did that go down. <laughs> go under showbiz. Oh, I think that happened in the late '80s, early '90s. Okay, I mean, it never really was... went over it, under. It just had a name change, and uh, the dude with the band, the, the Rock of Fire Explosion, they called themselves. And I'm sure people have seen these things, if not from Showbiz Pizza on YouTube. There was a research. I don't know about five, six years ago. This animatronic band was doing like Shakira songs and stuff on YouTube. <laughs> they had programmed this band to do all these like uh, popular songs of the time. So um, check them out. My God, the Rock of Fire Explosion. Check okay. them out. Okay. I know there's Holy a showbiz. Holy shit. How am I the only one of four people sitting around at a pop culture podcast that knows about fucking showbiz? I know I'm out of here. No. <laughs> well, full Let's disclosure, I didn't come along till the tail end of the year. So. <laughs> the town I grew up in, they there was one, but it was, there was really just arcades. The, the band wasn't mm-hmm. there anymore, but it was still called showbiz, I'm pretty sure. Really? I want to say that's what it was. Well, I don't know if it was like one of those restaurants that you could like franchise like somebody could like have their own privately owned mm-hmm. I don't know maybe they did maybe that's how that happened I don't know I'm trying to think of it. I'm pretty sure it was showbiz but I, yeah, we went to Chuck E. Cheese and they had the Beagles I cannot believe sitting it there showbiz pizza where a kid can be a kid nothing nada kid, oh, oh my god I think you where made a kid it up can be a kid that sounds like it's another jingle that was that Burger King or McDonald's 
Burger King Kids Club, where a kid can be a kid. That's You're absolutely yeah. you right. Go. You're right. Yeah. But that's 90s. Don't go jumping decades oh, on shit. the <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shonda, do you have any other offerings for this uh, 80s pop culture discussion? Uh, we, ha- we haven't gone over toys, have we? Oh, I, I love this yeah. guy. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> Open up that, that uh, vault. What do you got? Oh, I mean, everything. I mean, it was like basically all the cartoons we've already rattled off. G.I. Joe, Transformers, oh, He-Man. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, like one of my favorites that didn't last long was uh, Visionaries. They yes. had the, uh, Oh, yeah, the holograms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visionaries. I don't remember they, them. They were, like, they, they were a little bit bigger than G.I. Joe's, but they had a big chest plate that had a hologram, and most yes. of them carried a big staff that had a yes, hologram. Yes, it was yeah. like a flat, yeah. like green kind of like a hologram. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, saw some would, of those this weekend at Big Fun. They, had, they would turn into like uh, an animal, whatever was on their chest is that hologram. They would like turn into it or like be able to use like their powers and abilities or something. Yeah, like can't I remember exactly the how dude it with knowledge in his staff. That's the one I had. I think he had a an eagle on his chest. I can't remember. Um, actually, that's the one I'm looking at here because I bought the uh, Hasbro Revolution box a couple years ago at San Diego, and yes, it's it's an eagle or an owl or it's definitely a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the cartoon because it was all the voices from G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Cobra Commander was some other guy with a mustache and a goatee. <laughs> it was so off-putting because you could definitely tell that guy's voice. Oh, yeah. So the only difference between the actors and everything is just a flip of the page. It's yeah. just like, all right, guys, <laughs> next cartoon. Oh, yeah, he was he was Cobra Commander. He was Starscream. He was uh, oh, yeah. zillion other yeah. things. I so. need to watch that show on YouTube. I need to get a refresher. What, Visionaries? Yeah. There's, if, oh, there's a website. I have to look for it and let you know it's like 80s retro cartoons or something retro like junk retro junk.com that might be actually i think that is it yeah but they that's what i was watching everything i yeah. got everything i think when <laughs> our cable was out or something something we didn't have cable at the the time that's what i sat there and did one saturday morning <laughs> watch visionaries online nice bottom of the barrel oh yeah <laughs> so also with the toys uh, uh super soakers came out in the 80s Ooh. So, oh yeah yeah what about the slip and slide? Is that an eighties concoction? Sure it probably was. The, the lawn killer. No shit. Yeah. The, the chest <laughs> devastator. Yeah. yeah. Holy find shit. a root and you're gonna you're gonna feel. Oh that my god! Way. I find the only rock in the yard. <laughs> you know, the, the farther you go back in time, uh, you know, into your childhood, as far as your memory con- is concerned, you know, the fewer memories you have. And one of my earliest memories is the slip and slide because we put it down and I thought, Oh my God, this is going to be fucking amazing. I'm just like the kid in the commercial now, you know, and I just went running and I jumped in the air and just hit in the air was knocked straight out of me. There was a, like you said, a root or a rock or something that just gouged my chest. And I did it once, once. And I just sat, I just remember as a child, I stood there staring at it. Like the thing in the, the commercial lied. They hurt me. You know? <laughs> I think I even like pulled my mom aside. Like, we need to talk. <laughs> this is not what it seems. You know? <laughs> they lied. But they caught on quick because they started coming with the inner tube that you jump yeah, and then yeah. land the on. splash at the end. Then the little pool at yeah. the end. And then they put the arch over it, which it was far too late for old Jeremy at that point. <laughs> I had been scorned. No going back. 
So it's amazing more of us didn't die in the eighties from some of those toys. Cause oh, there is no wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were were lawn darts? Was that an eighties or was that a seventies thing? I think they that came was, out in the seventies. That but seems they were still like around. A okay. dangerous seventies kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Johnny Bag of Glass. From hearing the stories from my uh, my mom and my aunts and uncles, yeah, that was definitely a seventies, if not earlier, uh, because my mom ended up catching one of those in the knee. Oh jeez. Oh my god. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if most of our parents actually caught something with oh, the lawn darts. In the knee. Those yeah. things had to have killed so many. Yeah. Oh people. yeah. Oh my God! That, oh. I, I feel for your mother. Tell her I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next time you see her, <laughs> sorry, bring the, that. the pod down, guys. <laughs> this stranger you don't know sends his condolences <laughs> for your your accident. But all right, guys, where are we at? We got a few more things we can go over here. Any? You guys have anything else? Um, I've got something uh, in the '80s. Uh, Akira uh, came out in uh, Japanese magazines. I don't know if you guys are big anime fans, but nope, I'm I not here. But I don't know. I've I've got it at home, and I've still never seen it. Okay, uh, yeah, I, but I know it's a a huge cult classic for mm-hmm. that movie too. Is that the one that opens up with like a really bloody sh- like shooting, like somebody just like getting shot to death in the street, or am I thinking of just RoboCop? I don't know why I didn't confuse sure. the two, but <laughs> I, I have, I'm drawing. I haven't now. seen the movie. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the movie since uh, probably when I was in high school. Like Sci-Fi Channel played it one time. Right. I, all, all I remember was the ending with the the big like explosion or whatever that happens in the city. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> After you showed was... virtually no interest in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's seen it yet, and it's been out for like thirty years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's fair game. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it falls under the tough shit clause. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. There you go. <laughs> Oh, guys, uh, what about horror icons? Chucky, Freddy, oh, Jason, yeah. mm, products of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think the first Friday the 13th is actually like 78, 79, but hey, that was Jason's mom killing in that one, right? Yeah, yeah that's that was true. Yep. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I mean, just ruining everything. Right. Because then we had what? Leprechauns and Gremlins? Or uh, not Gremlins, Critters, but was that critters man they're bringing critters back actually are they really yes. really yes was, was critters 80s or 90s that was 80s okay yeah because yeah, the, there's uh, about turtles three movie. of them yeah, yeah that's the yeah, only yeah, thing i know yeah. about critter critters is that Raphael went to see it in yeah the turtles you're not movie. missing much <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure awesome too awesomely horrible flash gordon <laughs> awesome or or it's been so long since i've seen okay. any of them i think of course they're like tremors they got worse as they went on like oh. sharknado but First one was good. <laughs> was the first Sharknado good? I don't know. I haven't seen any of those either. I, I want to though, just because <laughs> credits rolling like so. Bravo! Yeah, <laughs> I hope the next one lives up to this one. <laughs> Whatever happened to Jack? Well, last I heard, he went and saw Sharknado. I never saw him. <laughs> <clears throat> Must have been that good. Oh uh, yeah, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, guys. What else? Anything else? Eighties. Uh, you said you had a game, right? A trivia game, actually, or uh, something. I do, yeah. Uh, Go ahead yeah, and do it. Do All it. right. Okay, so. How long do you think this would take, approximately? 10, 15? 10, 15, yeah. Do it. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to do is our contestants are Jack and Jeremy here. Sean can't, isn't able to play, or? Uh, no, I, I think Sean can uh, be uh the audience participant in class and why is this like a visual thing no it's not um so basically what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna read off some 80s uh cartoon lyrics and you guys are gonna try and guess and the first person to get three wins the loser 
uh, has to karaoke to the uh, oh, shit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Damn Turtles it. theme. Uh. But the twist is, have you guys ever played the game Speak Out where you put that piece of plastic in your mouth and you can't really talk? <laughs> yeah. You're going to karaoke with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I, damn it. Why did I say anything? I totally forgot, man. <laughs> shit. All right. All right. Lay it so, on us. I don't know how we're going to do the buzzer sound effect. Here's your box. You got a buzzer right here. Okay, all right. And I'm going to try very hard to read these without singing Singing, lyrics. Yeah, that's going to be the hard part. Um, And then if the the name is mentioned, um, I'm just going to skip over that. So uh, are the contestants ready? As ready as we're going to be, I reckon. Okay. In another dimension, another time, a space, a parallel universe falling on its face. Jeremy. In that Twilight Zone? No. It's cartoons, isn't it? Cartoons, yes. Well, that's what I thought, but that sounded just like fucking Twilight Zone. Nah, the whole Twilight Zone. Sick. That was uh, the Bucky O'Hare. Oh, I would have never got that. Some of these might be a little... Cartoon. All right, we'll call that a practice. How's okay. that? All right. Okay, so the next one. Fighting crime, fighting crime, secret raiders who will uh, neutralize as soon as they arrive. Tracker's gonna lead the mission, and Spectrum's got supervision. That's mask. That's mask. That's just no. All right. Almost okay. Now I can. Now I. Now I hear the lyrics. What was I got? Tracker and strike. Yeah. It's all right. So Jack is one nothing. Jeremy here. Thanks for rubbing my nose in it. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys ready for the next one? Bring it on. Tallyhawk. Wings of silver. (laughs) Oh, silver hawks. (laughs) Two nothing jack. This fucker's too far away from me, okay? (laughs) All right. You guys ready? This, This might be the game here. Three questions, Randy? Three questions. Ten minutes, my ass. <laughs> Why even go on? You've already won. Uh-huh. I hear Give a me sore the loser, mouth man. Guard. Go ahead. All right. Dashing and daring, cur- uh, courageous and caring. Gummy bears. Yes, sir. Dashing and daring. All right. Courageous and caring. You guys ready for the next one? Yes. Mm-hmm. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Dot, dot, dot. Skip. Defender of the universe, a mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. Oh, that was Voltron. Yes, sir. We have a winner. Give me the mouth <laughs> thing. <laughs> what am I singing? All right, you're going to cue up the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles song. I hope you guys appreciate my the slice of dignity I'm serving up here. Uh, it's not on video, right? So it's some sort <laughs> well, of saving. Hang on. I just might happen to have my phone out. No, you can't film it. You're not filming that shit. <laughs> So, YouTube later tonight. (laughs) So, I think you just put it in like this. uh, Okay, this side out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mass Crusader. Overtime. Fighting crime. Fighting crime. All right. The Teenage Mutant. (laughs) You'll try it with this. All right. Let me get this thing in my mouth. Uh, Oh, God. uh, You got it backwards. I do? Yeah, like that. Ah. There you go. Gee, oh, Jesus painful. Christ. <laughs> it is say ho, Sean. Hey, <laughs> hey, ho. Here we go. God help me. <laughs> now we got to wait for the advertisement to go by. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's... 
Fuck you, Randy. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, hurtful, but fun. Oh. Why do I feel like that's going to come back and bite me in the ass? Oh, you point? have no idea, buddy. Hey, Randy, before you come over, bring those mouth things over again. Batten down the hatches because right. you're in for some shit, buddy. Bring it on, brother. Let's do this. All right. Really quick, before we move on, before we talk to Sean, we need to address this new season. Season four of Your Pretty Face is going to hell mm, uh, nice. on Adult Swim, May 3rd at midnight. Set your DVRs, but... We have a little treat here, gentlemen, from Adult Swim, a calendar of uh, the characters from Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. And we just, uh, before we got on call with Sean here, we were just talking with uh, Matt Servito, who uh, you might know as, what was his name? Satan. You might know a special agent, uh, Dwight oh. Harris from Sopranos, but he plays Satan in this show. <laughs> but yeah, this take this calendar, pass it around, get a look at it. I yeah, love this it. This is awesome. But uh, yeah, we actually got to talk with him, got a whole nother episode with him. I don't know exactly how we're going to be posting that in conjunction with this. Either they'll go up at the same time or a few days apart, but uh, I expect by the time you're hearing this, it's probably uh, available. So uh, check that out. And again, May 3rd at midnight, season four of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Set your DVRs. You've never seen it. It's kind of like The Office, but in, in hell. hell. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. And what a great description. <laughs> yeah. and what else do you need? You, you, you got it. All right. Let's turn our full attention over to Sean and talk about Scarlet Huntress Adventures. Again, running on Kickstarter till April 29th. Sean, thanks again so much for being here with us, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I've been thoroughly entertained so far. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, at, my, at my expense, some of that. But uh, yeah. many hours I guess I had it coming. I had it coming, didn't I? <laughs> but anyway, let's let's talk about this book, man. I, I think uh, when we first had you on about Scarlet Huntress, uh, she was brand new, maybe in the first few issues. And now she's been around, what, four or five years at least? You have to have quite a catalog under your belt now. Uh, well, I'd, I'd like to say I'd have quite quite a catalog, but uh, not really. But it's actually uh, it's actually 15 years that we've uh, had the character around. Holy uh, wow. <laughs> so when uh, so when we first chatted about her, we were doing our first Kickstarter, uh, which was actually like the uh, third book that we put out uh, featuring Scarlet. So now we're working on what's going to be technically issue four, but it's the I think the sixth or seventh book overall that we've done. Uh, with the character and like her universe. So, for listeners who uh, you know are just now hearing about Scarlet Huntress for the first time, can you uh, give like a brief description? Yeah, she's a modern day descendant of Little Red Riding Hood, and she's uh, hunting werewolves in the Columbus area. So, when we first came up with the character, we decided to set her in Columbus, and we built off the idea of the uh, the original Little Red Riding Hood uh, mythology. And I uh, just kind of took the uh, the big bad wolf and turned it into a werewolf because 
when we were doing our uh, research into it, found out that some of the original stories of Little Red Riding Hood, it was actually a werewolf in the story instead of just a, a wolf. Oh, awesome. Hmm. That's neat. And I, I love the setting, too. The, just the, the simple fact that it's uh, right here in Ohio. Because not only you know is it set in Columbus, but you're putting in landmarks uh, from the area. Like I saw in your... Uh, I th- believe it was your Kickstarter video. You said one of the stories is going to include her going to uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base out near Dayton. Yes, yes. I just so, love yeah. that. That's awesome. I've huh. been there, you know. <laughs> yeah. She, so, she yeah, wouldn't be we, going into Hangar 18 by any chance, would she? Ah, somebody's picked up on what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw one of them set against cryptid, so that's right up my alley. So, I, I Awesome, gotcha. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it is playing up the idea of Hangar 18, and I don't know if uh, you guys have seen um, uh, History Channel was running a show, uh, Project Blue Book, and it was based on the true events from Project Blue Book. And there was actually quite a few things that took place in uh, Hangar 18 on the show, um, and that uh, it kind of coincided with I had I had already came up with a story that's that's in this new book, but it, it kind of added some more fuel to the fire, so to speak, when uh, – I've been working on it. It's like, ooh, hey, I can, you know, maybe hide a few of these elements in the in in the story and in the artwork. Uh, basically, all three stories that are in this new book all take place somewhere in Columbus. One of the stories takes place at the Columbus Convention Center because nice. it's based it's based on my piece that is in the Columbus Convention Center's uh, permanent collection. Okay. So if you, so if you go to the Greater Columbus Convention Center and uh, go in the entrance near the uh, Goodale parking garage on the second level. They've got a piece in their collection that is a single-page story of Scarlet walking into Comic-Con. And uh, I built off of that to, to make one story. And then uh, my wife, Steph, and I have uh, developed the other couple of stories in, the, in, the, in this book as well as all the other books that we've done. We uh, happen to see those uh, at the convention center. We have pictures, I believe. So I'll see if I can uh, dig one of those up, and uh, maybe we can put it on social media Mm -hmm. with this episode. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. No, it was awesome to see them. I mean, you know, you're not just one of many comic creators. You're like one of the the renowned names around Columbus, and it's uh, (laughs) it's no... Mystery why, I guess. I mean, your work is so good. Not only is the story good, but the artwork is vibrant colorful mm. it's gorgeous it's gorgeous you see the appeal from all angles uh, thank you thank you but uh this kickstarter i mean again congratulations on because it looks like you've blown your goal out of the water but that shouldn't be any reason for people not to still go and uh get you know get their piece of this project what kind of rewards are you offering to people who back the project um so we've got like all sorts of packages available everything from uh for somebody that just wants a digital copy of the book and because we've reached our stretch goals um if you back it and just get the digital books you get the entire digital collection so every book that we release that's scarlet huntress you get all of them through drivethroughcomics.com um if you want the physical copies um currently we're sold out of the ten dollar package but it starts at 15 bucks. It goes all the way up. We've got everything to suit like everybody's needs and wants. Um, and we've unlocked uh, seven or excuse me, six stretch goals so far. We're working on number seven. Um, so right now, uh, if you back it at 15 bucks or more, and you're getting something mailed to you, you get an additional six prints. You get uh, two different sets of stickers. 
I think we're working on a, a bookmark right now as one of the stretch goals. So like you're not paying anything additional to get these things. They because we've reached all the stretch goals, those are all gonna be included in any package you get. Like I said, as long as it's a physical reward that's being mailed to you, you get all this stuff in addition to whatever's in that package. Let's call it the incentive package. Holy Seriously, shit. Yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's it's uh grease on the wheel to anyone who's looking to back an independent comic. Uh, the fact that, you know, not only all that stuff, but to see that there's a history with this character. Like you said, you've been working on it for uh, 15 years. There's, you know, a well to pull from. I've know I've seen projects in the past that I've been curious about, and I almost go to click that button, but I see it's like a, it's an issue one. And who knows if there will ever even be a two, you know. Yeah, I, and there's been a couple that we've seen like that. Yeah, there have. But uh, something like this, okay, there's backstory, there's other content if I get into this, you know, not to mention the plethora of awesome gifts I'm going to be getting for backing this project. Um, I'd say you'd be a fool not to, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What else you uh, or is there anything else you've been working on as of late, Sean? I know you guys typically keep many irons in on the fire. Yeah, yeah. So in addition to uh, working on this thing, um, I've been working on uh, a webcomic called uh, Delta Dawn uh, through a company called uh, Corgi Press slash Scott Comics. Uh, I took over coloring duties on it um, about two months ago. Uh, we just finished up their third issue, I believe, and we just started issue four. I just got the artwork for it uh, today. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm working on uh, coloring the book uh, called Franklin and Ghost from Source Point Press. Uh, oh, nice. It's, it's uh, Garrett Gunn uh, created uh, Franklin and Ghost, and um, I've worked on a few covers for him over the last uh, two, three years that he's been doing this. And... Um, he decided he wanted to do an origin story for the character Delilah. So he brought me on board to color the series and I'm a little more than halfway through coloring it. going to shoot to have it done by the end of the month. And then, uh, hopefully you'll see some announcements of when the book's available. And then, uh, just outside of that, just kind of the odds and ends stuff that comes up and, uh, trying to do uh, the commission stuff and get ready for, uh, like I've got gem city comic con coming up, uh, April 27th and 28th. So trying to gear up for that and then uh, get everything in gear for San Diego Comic-Con in July. I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know either. <laughs> After two cons, I'm like, I'm done for the yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll reconvene next year. But yeah, not yeah. just going to them, but actually working at them, too. That's the, the hard part. Yeah. 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 It's uh, well, we just uh, for the first time in several years, we uh, we went to uh, Star Wars Celebration last week and we were there wow. for we were there for five days, and we we were smoked after like day two. But we kept trucking along because there was so much stuff to do and see. And it's it's uh, it's a grueling process. And then yeah, you throw uh, working in on top of it, and it's uh, it's definitely uh, brutal on the body. Yeah, I bet. Again, after after two cons, I'm like. I'm out. (laughs) I can't imagine doing that. And you mentioned Source Point Press. Is this one of your first projects with them? Um, I want to say this is probably the third. Um, The other couple of projects I've done with them have just been uh, like coloring a cover here and there. And uh, um, I think all of them so far have been with Garrett Gunn. Uh, He's brought me on board to do uh, several different things with him. So um, he's kind of got me like in the loop so to speak and uh 
enjoying getting to work on the different stuff and i've known some of the creators at source point press for a while but uh haven't had the opportunity to actually work together so you know hopefully you know fingers crossed some stuff will come up there and do some more stuff with the guys source point press has been one of those uh those entities that we've seen ever since we started and yep. it's we've got a lot of uh, interviews from them too a lot of good content it's been awesome to to sit in the same spot and watch them excel way past us you know, over these yeah. past five, six years. <laughs> but uh, no, they're they're uh, great comics, great people. Uh, love everything they've got going on. But uh, Sean, I want to thank you so much for being here. Where can uh, other than the Kickstarter, which we're going to link on social media and on the website, where should people be uh, finding you? Uh, you can find me at my website, seanforney.com. It's S-E-A-N-F-O-R-N-E-Y.com. Uh, and then uh, my Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Instagram are all at Sean Forney Art. And my Facebook is Sean Forney Illustration. And there it is. And all these things will be uh, linking and posting uh, via social media. Yep. So, Sean, awesome. it's been awesome having you here. Again, hope you uh, had a fun time. And uh, at, my, at, at my humiliations. <laughs> yeah, that is expensive. <laughs> You'll both get yours. It's coming. Fun as a bitch. It's coming. <laughs> but, uh, Jack, what do we got on the website? Go to candairpodcast.com where you can check out some of our special guests, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, buy some merch, become a patron, and keep an eye out for those Wizard World contests coming up throughout, throughout the yes, rest of the year. Yes, they are coming up, too. And don't forget to check out our other show, What If?, uh, go to whatifpod.com or you can find us uh, on any podcast player that is really if you have trouble because there's a, there's like five or six different what if shows out there and if you just type what if you're going to get all of them we're the one with the yellow text and the blue background but if you want to just bypass all the confusion search candare productions and you'll get both this show and the what if show come up yeah little trick we've discovered as of late so uh, a lot of going, a lot of good stuff happening over there. We just every episode we put a twist on reality. What if we could control the weather? What if Bigfoot existed? Uh, what if we could fly? So many different things we've already done, and uh, many more coming down the pike. So check that out again. Whatifpod.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter at What If Series and Instagram at What If PDCST. Yep. I think that about does it for this week. Unless you guys have anything else. Well put, Jack. <laughs> well put, Jack. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. Sean Forney. Thanks, guys. And thank you, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Instead of writing your name, write candarepodcast.com and help spread the word. Well, that's a great idea. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I.
So what are you doing back? Well, I sat back and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. I really mean that much to you? Girl, you know it's true. I mean, that's great. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show. 